Welcome to Soul Science, the shift, the tribe, the movement. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, this is Dr. Aaron, Doctor of Divinity. We come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principle, and align with universal law. We also come together as a community in Soul Society. We are committed to being the number one spiritual leaders community, committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world. And our mission is to awaken a billion people. And how we are doing that is by developing spiritual leaders. So we are on this great series right now, you guys. We are on the Live Your Truth series. This is a 12 series, and we are on week number six, all about self-empowerment. And this is actually, boy, oh boy, I think that this sums up uh, the entire work of spirituality, really in that we know that birthing your truth is all about the shifting back to the I am consciousness. That's the entire work. If you take, I don't care if you'd read whatever book, if you meditate all day, if you go to the seminars, you do anything that's spiritual, you're really doing one thing and one thing only. And you're shifting your identity back to the I am, which is the all-powerful, all-knowing, eternal spiritual being that has the ability to create from free will. And so um, this is exciting because this series, Live Your Truth, is based on the truth triangle. It is a framework that took me 22 years to come up with um, after really going through so many processes. And one day I kind of sat down with myself and I thought, what the hell are we doing here? Like, what is the gist of all this work? If you were to sum it up into, into, you know, what are you doing? So number one, of course, you're restoring and birthing your power, your true power. And uh, we know that we're such powerful spiritual beings that actually we are the only ones that can create the experience of not being the all-powerful spiritual being. It's a disempowerment in mind. And the second thing we're birthing is really the your passion, your your relative truth. There's ultimate truths we know from a spiritual perspective like energy can never be destroyed, there are truths of, of axioms of how we manifest, how we demonstrate, how we create and form. The relative truth is your unique truth. What's true for you? What do you like? What don't you like? What works for you in the realm of fulfillment and creativity and money and relationships and health? That is what we're birthing. We're birthing basically your core, core values and making sure that you're staying in line with those and putting boundaries on people, places and things so that you can be the best version of yourself. And then next on the side of the third side of the triangle is birthing your purpose. And we do this through a process of turning your suffering into your triumphs. We basically look at the suffering you've had in this lifetime and past lifetimes, and we birth what really matters to you. I truly believe that you're here in order to have and experience yourself as your total uh, most powerful, you know, divine self. You've got to move past your lineage. You know, epigenetics brings down the memory. And so you have a genetic coding and energetic field you're born into, basically. And if you want to experience more and more free will, you've got to complete your own DNA. So doing your inner work and your trauma work and all that on the first side of the triangle and the power triangle, power side of the triangle, you've got to restore and, and get more and more free will, experiencing more and more free will. The reality is that you always have free will, but you can experience not having free will, okay? So again, the truth triangle has three sides, which is power birthing your divine power, the truth of who you are. The second side is the 
is your passion, is your relative truth and birthing what's true for you and living in accordance with that. And the third side of the triangle is birthing your purpose, really knowing what you're here to do, completing your DNA, and also leaving the legacy that you want to leave. And then there is a fourth part to the triangle. It's the mineral, the center of the triangle, which is really your daily spiritual practice, your discipline, your habits, your new ways of being that set into motion new automated system, but in what you want automated, not the bad habits, but the good habits, right? So today, we are still on the first side of the triangle because the first three parts of the series were really the introduction to all the work going over, you know, why is the subconscious so important? What is the truth triangle? Um, and really looking at taking inventory of what you really want to shift in your life. So the um, fourth one was on um, trauma and basically shifting through limiting beliefs. And then we got into um uh, shifting. And then now we are self-empowerment. So this is number six of 12. And let's do this thing. So self-empowerment. Okay. This is probably the most important thing metaphysically. And we know that we are such powerful spiritual beings. You are such a powerful spiritual being that the moment you even consider yourself to be the effect of anything in this world, you create yourself to experience being disempowered instantaneously. Do you get that? Like really and really, I'm going to say that again, okay? You are such a powerful spiritual being. You create at the speed of consciousness that the moment you even consider yourself to be the effect of anything, anyone, any circumstance in this world, you instantaneously experience being disempowered. You do that. That's how powerful your consciousness is. Okay. So what do we do about this? How do we, you know, wake up? How do we begin to what we call, um, you know, cutting ties, cutting cords? How do we take back our power? How do we do that? It's also just by the power of consciousness. So you don't have to go out in the world and do anything. It's all in your mind. And it's all in doing session work. It's all in getting clear of what this is. So this is never the truth. You can never be disempowered. It is a pretense and experience, but it's not the truth of who you are. So taking back your power, taking back your power can be done at the speed of consciousness. So first, you must acknowledge when you have handed your power over to something or someone outside of yourself. It's really in the first in recognizing that you did that is the first step to, to restoring the truth of who you are. So the moment you look to the world for validation, joy, love, or anything, you instantaneously and subconsciously assign your power outside of yourself. You make that your higher power, right? We know this about codependency. We know this about addiction. We know this about anxiety or about people who are insecure or need validation or blah, 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 right? That's why so many people go through midlife crisis. They're like, I thought this was going to be make me happy when I got to this final place. That's why they're now having a quarter century at 25 years old. People are going through, you know, uh, basically another thing. It's always, always, always something. It's, it comes down to one thing and one thing only. People are looking to the world to find joy, to find happiness, to find all that. And it's going to be a roller coaster if you look to the world, right? So the first thing is to really acknowledge where you've handed your power over, what have you assigned? People do this all the time in money. People make money more powerful than them. And the instant that they do that, the moment that they even conceive money to be more powerful than them, they instantaneously feel disempowered. It's really simple, right? It is imperative to reclaim your power in mind and know the truth that the only source is within. 
We see this in love. I need to find somebody to love. No, you're you're going to just pull in another experience of of feeling like you know it's going to be dysfunctional it's going to be a roller coaster you're going to be projecting on this person right the only source is within love can only come from within prosperity innovation can only come from within value begins within you can't bring anybody value if you haven't learned tools to help bring people value if you don't know the truth of who you are if you haven't tapped into that part of yourself charisma and all those things, love, abundance, health. We now, the medical system is even beginning to recognize that mental health will take down people. It's the number one disability in the world right now, you guys, right? Health starts in the mind. Disease is caused by discord within the mind and also discord with your higher self, which is Mother Earth, which is the oneness with all that. So in this process, of self-empowerment. This is a process of taking inventory of the times you handed your power outside of yourself in the four areas of life, money and career, relationships and love, health and wellness, and creative expression. This is really about you acknowledging. It's really like, it's even in 12-step they do this. It's called inventory, right? You take, you, you take, I think it's the fourth step in there. You literally take and recognize where you cause something you don't want to to experience, right? So taking inventory, where have you handed the power outside of yourself? Okay, so let's do this. So we're going to basically go through your life real fast, the areas I want you to acknowledge, you can do this more extensively on your own. But I would recommend, you know, getting out a piece of paper, get turning off everything around you, you know, if you're driving, you may even want to like, pause this and pull over whatever that is. But get focused, right? This is your life. This is your empowerment. People say, Oh, I want to be empowered. I want to, you know, do all this stuff. I want to become a speaker. I want to be blah, blah, blah. And they can't even stay focused for an hour. How are they ever going to get focused and actually complete that book? Launch that company? You know, staying focused. So I want you to begin to do this in mind or write it down. And you can write this down and do it later if you want. But name a time you handed your power over to money. And I want you to really keep asking you this question. You may ask it a 1000 times. Name a time you handed your power over to money. Okay. For me, there was a zillion times. There was times when I just thought, you know what, I don't deserve that. In fact, money is very tied into values. The time I wanted to buy good groceries, but I thought that, you know, I didn't really deserve that. It was too expensive. The time I took jobs that I didn't want or clients that didn't feel in alignment because I felt like money was important, more important than my truth, more important than what I needed or what was my truth. I remember even being in relationships because I felt like, they had more stability because there was money. No, I didn't date them just because they had money, but I definitely it was definitely a consideration. And if we understand the power that we are, that we even consider that this is why we're doing something, that means I handed my power over to money. Okay, so name a time you handed your power over to money. I think I wrote out a 1000 things when I did this first time. The time I didn't go on that trip, the time that I didn't go meet my girlfriends because I wanted to save money, the time that I um, didn't get my message out to the world because I don't want to spend the money, the time that I 
didn't, you know, have good medical health, the time, blah, 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 all the times, all the times. It doesn't mean you to justify like that was right or that was wrong or da, da, da. don't start judging yourself in this. Just literally take inventory of the times that you made decisions contingent upon money. Name a time that you handed your power over to money, right? So the next question is, Name a time you handed your power over to a relationship, right? Oh my gosh, I did this. This was my biggest thing, right? My joy, I'd handed over to the relationship. My suffering, I handed it over to the relationship. My um, contentment, my uh, frustration, I blamed it on the relationship, right? Name a time you handed your power over to a relationship. I'm not good enough. I don't have a man. Something's wrong with me. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm, I'm too much. I'm too emotional. I'm not emotional enough. I'm, you know, no one wants me. Oh my gosh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Name a time you handed your power over to a relationship. I remember being in a relationship with a very dysfunctional person. And when he would, you know, not text, I'd blame him and for my joy or my suffering. When we were doing well, I would say it's because of this relationship, you know, this completes me, as they say. When we'd break up or get in an argument, I would say I was upset because of what happened or what he did, right? That's, I had to take inventory of the times and the times and the times over and over and over and over again of the times I made him or my relationship, my higher power. I did that, right? So again, you could write down 50 things, you could write down a 1000 things, the more you acknowledge where you've handed your power over, the more this is going to be a profound, profound experience for you. Okay. Next one is name a time you handed your power over to your job. Oh my gosh, right? We've done that a zillion times. Oh, I need this job because I don't deserve this other job because I'm happy because my job is this. I'm pissed because my boss is that. Name a time you handed your power over to a job. How many times do you take jobs you didn't want, right? Obviously, this comes down to money a lot for a job, but still, where did you settle? Maybe you want to write a book and you decided that you're not good enough, that you think you only are valuable enough to have a particular job, right? Name a time you handed your power over to a job. Next is name a time you handed your power over to food. Oh my gosh, that's a big one for all of us. I'm happy when I can eat blah, blah, blah. I only have good energy when I eat blah, 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 right? So we know that there's some truth to it and not, okay? What is worse for you? A candy bar or getting upset? Clearly, getting upset is way worse for you. If you've ever experienced getting really upset, it is havoc on your body, right? And obviously, having good food is good. But if people become neurotic about their food, and it has to be, you know, a perfectionist and body morphine, then it's not good, right? If you're constantly using your energy and judging the food that you're putting in your mouth, it might be worse than the actual food that you are or not put in your mouth, right? So name a time you hand your power over to time. Oh my gosh, this is huge. Name a time you handed your power over to time, right? Like, oh, I got to be disciplined because that's what the culture told me. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm not a good person because I'm on time or, oh my gosh, I'm finally on time. I'm so happy. You know, name a time you, all the times you handed your life over to money. 
for some people, they're going to be like, what? For others, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I hand my, you know, my, I can, I consider time all the time. I can consider that it is a good time of the day, or I'm a morning person, or an even person, or da 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 da, right? All those things, all those considerations. Next one is name a time you handed your power over to a relationship. I'm sorry, we already did that one. A relationship, a job, food, time, right? So going on from there, name a time that you handed your power over to your body. Oh boy, coming from somebody who was bulimic from 17 to 20, that was a lot. You know, how often do you look in the in the mirror naked or in your underwear and you decide if you're happy or if you're sad or if you're, you know, hopeless or if you're afraid, right? Name a time you handed your power over to your body. Holy cow, that's a game changer. You got to stop it. You want to live an empowered life? You want to love yourself unconditionally? You want to become the leader that you want to become? You got to stop handing your power over to your money, your, bo- your money and your body, your body, okay? You got to stop considering if your life's working out or not working out contingent upon your body. This doesn't mean we don't become delusional and know that maybe we're more joyful as we feel better, but you can't give it that power. You got to start unconditionally loving and move from there. In fact, working with people on, uh, you know, people who want to lose weight and things like that. I won't work with people like that, but people who truly want to have a a loving relationship with themselves, self-love, we've got to deal with their body issues. And the number one thing is you've got to start from unconditionally loving exactly how your body is today. And then it it brings on a new possibility because we know that what we resist persists, right? So if we're constantly beating ourselves up and our body up and we want our body to change, it's like not a good situation. It's like anti, anti what we know in metaphysics and spirituality. It doesn't work. In fact, it's going to usually make it worse. So Last question, name a time you handed your power over to life. Name a time you handed your, your power over to life, right? Life is good. Life is bad. I'm happy and sad. I'm mad at life, right? Name a time you handed your power over to God, right? And the concept of what you think God is, right? A lot of people, um, when they're really, really angry, they're mad at God as if God is some man in the sky, right? They've handed their power over to a concept that's not the truth, God lives within. God isn't a man. God isn't a woman. God is only life and beyond this 3D realm, right? God is mad. God is happy. God is all of it because you are that. You are that essence. So the moment we think God is separate from us, we will always feel divided. We will always feel lack. We will always feel the effect. We will always feel disempowered. And so in this, I recognize the truth of who you are, a divine, powerful, all-knowing, eternal, immortal, infinite, intelligent, spiritual being. And then in this, I recognize the power that you are, the moment that you even consider yourself to be the effect of anything in life, you instantaneously will experience being disempowered. And so as you go into your day, into your week, into the rest of your life, I know that if you've heard this, you can never, ever look at life the same. It's impossible. And there's responsibility. And it may seem really hard, but guess what? It's a lot easier than keep experiencing yourself as the effect of anything in this world. And so on this note, I just say, please 
give a review to this podcast. If you've gotten value here, please give a five star, please, and refer it to a friend. It's important to get this wisdom out to the world. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for showing up for yourself, for taking the time to do your inner work. I think it's a responsibility we each have to know the truth of who we are and stop projecting on the world. Have a beautiful day and may you live your truth. Thanks again for tuning in to Dr. Aaron and Soul Society podcast. I'd like to invite you to write a review on iTunes. Also, I have a free gift for you, a money meditation and worksheet, which you can find at soulciety.com. That's www.soulciety.com or 30 guided meditations at dreron.tv. That's www.dreron.tv. We also hold monthly Soul Society events that are all about transformation and building extraordinary community. You can also watch me live daily on goodmorninglalaland.com or Instagram at drerin.tv. Grab your free manifestation masterclass with the purchase of my international best-selling book, Awakening a 40-day guide to unleashing your spiritual powers, life purpose, and manifesting your dreams at aaronfallhaskell.com forward slash awakening book.